So the first time ever. Now, I don't want to keep saying first time ever. I know I've said that over and over and over again. I don't want to sound like a broken record, but this is actually the first time that I'm bringing on guests, lovely, from, from Harvard High School, and they're going to introduce themselves, uh, you know, because they, I don't want to tell the whole story with them, right? But I'm bringing on guests today, and you know what? Let me tell you something. I'm taking a break. I ain't going to come up with questions. I, I ain't going to, like, you know, do the interview. I'm going to be interviewed by them. They have called themselves fans of the show, which I really much appreciate. I feel like almost like a celebrity, you know, athlete with that. But I got to be humble. I'm going to call them listeners. And because anyone is a listener, it doesn't necessarily mean you, have, you are a fan. But at the same time, they want to know a little bit more about things I've said in the past, previous episodes. And I want to give them the opportunity to speak about it, almost as if I was an author of a book. And almost like giving them the inside scoop of what I was thinking and and why I might be saying this. Or maybe there might be things that I have not said before. So the first time ever I'm being interviewed by other people on my own podcast. So technically, it is high voltage with Delale. And of course, I'm your host, Delale. But it might it's, it might be high voltage with George and Keelan. Introduce yourself, guys. I love having All you guys right. on the show. Thank yeah. you so much for coming it's... on. George, start with you. Like Just, just allow yourself to uh, allow the audience. Who are, who are you? Sure. Well, um, I'm George. Um, I'm a big fan of the pod. Really, really love what you're doing here. Um, Keelan and I both went to Harvard High School. We all went to the high, same high school, and then we uh, all graduated at the same time. But mm-hmm. we're uh, excited to hear what you have to say, and we have a lot of good questions for you. So, uh, yeah, thanks again for having us on. Keelan, what about you? You know, Double A, I'm just ecstatic to be here. My heart is bounding out of my chest oh right my now. Oh, my God, no way. <laughs> I'm overjoyed wow. because I'm a huge fan of the podcast. I love your energy, Double A. Thank I you. love the intensity that you bring to topics, philosophy, mm-hmm. and life. And I'm just excited to slurp all the knowledge out of your brain, Double mm-hmm. A. And uh, hopefully provide some good questions and some lovely content. And I guarantee that you will. So when it comes to guests, I usually have a random question. I, I kind of veered away a little bit from the, like the heart of it. I'm going to ask you guys just just something like really like random. And we all enjoy food. Now, hopefully you don't have to pay so much for it because I did talk about that when it comes sure, to like, restaurants sure. or whatever. But mm-hmm. what is your favorite dessert? Or if you want to say specifically, like maybe Ooh, a sweet. Like yeah. just a, like a little bit of like... Solid quest. For me, double A? It's a lemon poppy seed muffin. Ooh, okay. yeah, I have one of those. I have not. Uh, so lemon. So unfortunately, lemon for me is, means like lemonade. I, <laughs> I love muffins though. I re- I really do. I think Are I'm just. Are you not a, a lemon fan? Not with food. Not Don with lemon. No. No. Gotcha. I, I mean, when it, when it comes to food, I'm telling you, man, like anything with like chocolate chip almost. You know, like chocolate in general, mm-hmm. m- like maybe pumpkin. I like banana bread. You know, like gotcha. I'm very much versatile ver- like that. But I did say pumpkin your favorite. But still, like you're a lemon guy. I mean, it's so yeah. like, does that mean you like yeah. lemonade? I mean, I'm a lemon dude. I love lemonade. Lemon dude. The man loves lemon his lemons. Squares. Yeah. And so I'm when life with lemons, when life gives you lemons, yeah. you know, uh, that's you a good answer. Use corn syrup. <laughs> process that s. Uh, what about you, Joy? I'm a big Nutter Butter fan. Whoa! Have you ever had Nutter Butters before? Okay. Yeah, I love a good Nutter Butter. Mm-hmm. Sweet, salty, can't get enough, mm-hmm. I swear. I also really nice like crunch. cookie dough ice cream. Ooh. That's my probably my favorite flavor. Now, unfortunately, I'm asking, I'm still asking questions. I, I just wanted to follow up that, like, when it comes to ice cream, don't, mm-hmm. don't, you, don't you prefer a milkshake? You know, like, I mean, I feel like wow. when it comes to ice cream, like, sometimes I, I like, eat and wear, and I feel like I'm tasting a little bit too much, like, ice and wear. I need that. I need it to too be. Too much all, ice. Yeah, I feel like, you know, I got, you got to, like, let it down cream. for me. Double you, A, yeah. do you prefer the slurp? Because ice cream, you eat with a spoon. Right. You can. I, I go with a straw. Yeah. I do go with a straw. Gotcha. I, I feel, because then at that point, it's almost like I'm eating a drink. Gets the job done faster, <laughs> that's for sure. And I and, and that's where I'm like, I can only think about what Dairy Queen, McDonald's, Wendy's, you know. There's, there's, and you got to try like all kinds of milkshakes. Like Oreo milkshake. Oh, buddy, let me tell you something. Okay. I like Oreos, you yeah. know. And especially if like if they're thin, because then maybe yes. I can, in my mind, I can have more of them. But still, yes. got, I'm telling you, if you uh, ice cream, then why why not try milkshakes if you haven't? You know, I think it's the better version of ice cream. Yeah. You know, I get yeah. it. It's it, like you having a moment or feeling or whatever. I get it. Like you just want to take your, your chunks little by little. Mm-hmm. You know, with the milkshake, it's almost like you, you drink it and it's almost done. You know, I like that a, answer. You're totally right. Yeah. Totally. Next yeah. next time I'm going to have some chocolate chip cookie dough ice cream, I'm going to turn it into a milkshake. So the, the, I will say one problem is just the chips and the, it like blending with uh, the but, but still, it's, it, I, I definitely do recommend if it is feasible, like vanilla, like, you know, if it's more like bland, then milkshakes are definitely way to go. And try different flavors, like like Oreo. Oh my God. Like, I, I, I can't stop thinking about it now. The gray color 
of an Oreo milkshake mm. with the black spots. Yeah. Something about that is very sexy to me. <laughs> and if I may yeah. provide a secret anecdote. When Ooh, I was we got younger, secrets. Nobody knows this. When I was younger, I used to get ice cream and you could just dive in with a spoon, but I would mix it up until it was milkshake consistency mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I would check ice cream. Oh, that was ice a cream classic, for... classic maneuver. And when, I, if anyone hundreds questioned of times me, I've done that. I would tell them I was looking for secret spy cameras inside my <laughs> ice cream to hide the fact that I was secretly such a milkshake fan. Yeah, wow. So, mm-hmm. I, I, so I'm not the only one. You really we, struck a chord with that one. Yeah, I did. Now, I'm, I don't want to like get the mic away from This is your opportunity. This is your mic. What questions? And, and if you can refer yeah. to the episode, maybe I could give you a little bit of like, oh, what number this was just as a reference point. But like, whoever wants to start off, what questions do you guys have for me? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm an open book. Like, when it comes down to it, people, I tell them, you know, like, text me or, like, you know, give me some feedback. I want to hear feedback. But in this way, this is, like, inside information. You're hearing from the source yep. himself. And the primary sources matter. I, I told I you with that, that. With, with the truth. You know, like, what really yep. happened? What was I really thinking? Now is the opportunity for everybody to get to know that thanks to you guys. So, and uh, like we said, again, we're big fans. And, you know, huge. and. You know, as a listener, we have a lot of glaring questions that a lot of times we don't get to ask. And so providing us with this opportunity is, is really valuable. And I think um, we're going to have a lot of great answers. So, uh, Keelan, and, you want to start us off? So, and I do appreciate that you guys want to share with everybody. The fact of the matter is you, could, you guys could just text me. We could just talk. And, you know, we've seen each other plenty of times before. But, like, this, this one is – I guarantee you guys are not the only one that think this. So, like, now it's almost like you're asking a question in representative of all the other listeners if, if in fact, they have that question. So, you guys are doing a real du- a duty right now. So, Keelan, as, uh, as George said, what's the... What's the I, I, it's, right. They have not told me the questions either, so, yeah. like, this is a little bit... Off the cuff. Surprise. Blind interview. Yeah. So, double A. Yes. The first question, I'm going to take us to the danger zone. Mm-hmm. Imagine that you are in a room okay. with Elon Musk. Okay. You don't hit him. You don't say anything to him. But he provides you with an opportunity to be in the first mission to Mars. You would leave Earth forever, and you would be a historical figure along with 26 other talented, friendly individuals. Mm-hmm. Would you go? <sighs> this is a great question. I you mean, would because... be remembered for all of history. It's a one-way trip. Yeah. So this is this actually reminds me a little bit of I, I show I, that now a little bit behind the scenes. I show them my top 200 list. So like this goes back to Interstellar a little bit. The okay. fact that Matthew McConaughey would go on a trip. He didn't know how long he was going to be gone for. He mm-hmm. promised his star that he would be back uh, at some point, and he got back on Earth because they took him so so long, and he didn't know how long it was going to be. He he saw his star in the moments up into leading her death. You know, so in the last final moments, he did make his promise, but at least they didn't spend that much time together. So, but here's the thing that that's the key to the question: like, do you really want to be remembered? You know, but also the fact that do you want to want to see Mars? Do you want to go to outer space and whatever? The problem is that I'm going to leave so much behind. You know, there's so much on this earth. There's a lot of great people. Even though the question is traveling traveling beyond the realm of possibility i'll definitely say that there's still a lot of traveling to do on this earth you know i like i still have never been to africa before south america australia you know and if i'm if i'm if you're asking me to do it right now then i'm going to leave behind a lot so i would say in the context of right now i would say no even though i do love Elon Musk, and, and you know if i get the chance to meet him there's Hopefully, I'm not like starstruck because I would like to ask him, you know, like like anything. And he's a human being, right? Like maybe I can ask him almost like personal questions, you know, like oh, do you have a pet dog, or you know, like do you like exactly. animals or whatever. But like, I would say that when it comes to like, I would like to go like out of space, but I would do it at like at a later point in my life, as mm. as to the point where like I accomplished a lot. You know, I did travel a lot, or you know, yeah. I do have a family, whatever. Like, it's almost like icing on the cake. Icing yeah. on the cake. Like, if I'm ready to like go, like, there's no more. What um, age of do you think? So, the, I, I would say around seventy. I seventy is like if I were like at the if someone said the earliest, when would you die and and say like it's a it's a good time. Like you didn't feel too young. Like, and I would say seventy is, is that point because mm-hmm. I, I know that as you get older, unfortunately, you know, you're, 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 and I'm not sure physically, like at seventy, I'm not sure I'd be ho- able to hold my own up in space. So that definitely might be a problem. But at the same time, at the end of the day, like I, I don't, I want to experience a lot. That is what life has to offer. And sure, life is also outer space. There's no question. But I've spent all my life here for the fact that you know I gotta try to see as mm-hmm. much as possible. And so I don't want to leave that behind. And also the people. 
you know, at least if you're talking about right now at age 23, but if I'm 70 and I did a lot, then I'm like, you know what, the next chapter of my life, I want to go to outer space, in yeah. which I thought about that, and I know for most of us, we're probably not going to go to outer space, and it's just an incredible opportunity. I, I don't understand how someone could say no in the context of, you know, like they've been pursuing it their whole life. In the context of this, I don't want to leave it. I don't want to leave all that behind. There's a lot to be oh, left yeah. behind, and you can't take that for granted. It is our we, home. We have a great planet here on Earth. We really do. Yes. And that kind of leads into my next question that I have for you. As a listener, we want to know, what way would Double A choose to go out when you die? Would it be... Skydiving? Secretive? Um, hmm. Would it be public? Well, I'm not sure if I really want it to be public. I, at least for the most part, the, the biggest thing that comes to my mind is that hopefully it's not a slow, painful death. That's very true. You yeah. know, because at the end of the day, like, you, no one deserves to suffer, right? Yeah. And, and so, like, I mean, hopefully it's not something that, like, that's embarrassing, right? Like, uh, like I accidentally stepped over a cliff, you know? Like, you, you know, you got to have a little bit of awareness of, of your surroundings. I guess just for the, the purpose of the question, uh, because I've said this before, and this gets me back a little bit to the high school days, and you guys know I was a tennis player at the high school, that I said I was willing to die on the courts. You know, as a, as let's a, go, let's go, dude. As a, as die a, on the courts, man. Be, because when That's you're hardcore. when you're an athlete, man, like you put yourself and your body on the line. I know tennis is not as gruesome as as rugby or football or soccer, you know, or other sports that you might have to use your head or it's just very much physical. But with tennis, like you, when you're, and I was talking about it with a, a friend of mine not that long ago, that like. As an athlete, man, like you don't think like you're in the moment. You don't care about yourself. You don't care about your body. All you care about is your team winning. And I told myself all the time, as as a leader, and eventually as a captain, that like you gotta be. Now, of course, I mean, hopefully, no one would die on the course. I mean, because then we would have a serious problem. And of course, I don't want anyone to die that young as a high schooler. But still, like, it's just a good mind that I'm willing to put myself out there, I'm willing to die on the course. Because at the end of the day, you gotta sacrifice your body. You know, if that means diving, or if that that means sliding a little bit, you gotta do what you gotta. Do so, I'm like imagining. in that way. I, I there's a few ways to answer the question. I know that's not like real yeah, life, but still, like I do love tennis. I do love baseball a lot. You gotta put your body on the you're line. Dying doing the thing that you love. Yes, we love that's that. a great. That's a great way to put it. So I'm imagining you step out on the court, high school championship game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Radner, the best player from the local Radner was really good. Competitive high school, like Radner they're state school, champions. Overhand serve hits you in the throat. Oh, you're gasping for mm-hmm. air. Oh wow. But guess what happens. Rebounds off your throat, oh, goes wow. right back to the court, winning serve. Yeah. You've done it, You've died a champion. champion. Yeah. You know what? I think now, even though I, I would hate to die, so you know, I think but I, I got to stand by my word, right? You know, like you got it. If I said otherwise, I would be a hypocrite. And I'll, I'll definitely, I'm not sure if I said this before, but I hate being a hypocrite. You got you to gotta die. You got you to gotta die right then and there. If you feel like, right, and I've even said, even for fantasy baseball, you know, like just a game, I said, I'm willing to die for this because I just mm-hmm. care about it so much. I'm just so much of a competitor. So awesome, I know it may be just words. But right then, there. If you told me, like, if, if God said, like, this is your two options: that you win, but you die, but and you lose, you stay alive. I'm like, and it would be almost like a crazy decision. But I, I would go incredible. with the, I'll go with the former. I, I really double would. A. I gotta apologize. I'm not gonna be able to be the one to do it. I'm not gonna murder you on a tennis court. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I, I can't that. do it. I appreciate that. I just that. can't. Yeah. I mean, again, that is that is such yeah. an awesome example. Even if you asked us, um, I, I wouldn't be able to throw that serve. Now, I, I will admit, I just remember some now. If it did hit my throat, the point would be over. It has to hit the racket. Oh. Like, if it hits a person. Oh, really? So, it, so, like, it would then, like, be Radner's point in that case. But I don't want to stop you, you know? Maybe but I understand, like, if it accidentally right. hits my racket or something. Hits yeah. your racket right into your temple. Yeah, that's fair. Right. That's fair. Right. Yeah. But I just remember that. I'm like, wait a second. If it hit, because it hit my body before. It's hit out of A bit of a chest. technical rule there. Yeah. That I forgot. Cheated death, double A. A little bit. Death. A little <laughs> bit, you know? But, I, I mean, I, I said it before. Like, I'll, I'll die when, when God wants me to, you know, the God, God's plan. And so, like, and now it's not like it's not like I, I want that, like, right now, but I'm like, whenever that happens, He knows it, predeterminism, then yeah. I just have to accept it. It's almost like the next chapter. Well, if I may, can I send that question around the horn back to George Wolf himself? Mm-hmm. Because I'd love to know, how would you choose to go out? And how I like this, the, not just me, but also discuss it. So, please, I would love to hear that answer. That's a really good question, Keelan. And I've thought about this a lot. I wouldn't want to go out at a painful death. Absolutely. Uh, that's, that's the main thing for me, I believe. And double A, like you said, it's uh, it's important to go out doing something that you love. Over the past few months, I've been uh, working on attaining my pilot's license, and oh, I yeah. think that um that that would be the right way to go. I think I'd go right into the damn mountain. Yeah. I think that would be it. <laughs> Quick, instant. I'd probably be screaming the whole time, but it'd be really amazing. I think. I think if I had to choose that, 
it, that would be it. Yeah, a person says something and just like sparks something. I think a more realistic answer, and unfortunately, it would have the connotation like, oh yeah, he's a hero. I would love to save someone's life. You know, uh-huh. that's a good to a sacrifice great. yourself for somebody else. Yeah, because like and, that's and, such a better answer than mine. Like, <laughs> I mean, I, I guess a classic movie or TV show answer is like some like a car is incoming or trucks are coming. You know, like to pull them off off the road. But at the same time, like I mean, the purpose of this podcast is to help people. I also said like you know sometimes if it's a matter of life or death, sometimes like in that moment, especially if it's a younger kid, right? They have their whole life ahead of them. Now, I don't want to say like who am I, but like I will if I were to die, I might as well prevent someone else from doing it because yep. they. I mean, it's not like to say like whose life is better, or whose life is this or that, but like if I could potentially like you're say something. You're jumping someone, in front of that train. Yes. You're doing it. Yeah. I mean, wow. Hopefully, I'm not in that position to like choose because I know I might hesitate, right? That's the difference. We say a lot of things, but then are you really going to do it? That's why I worry about when it comes to that context. And that is what I think is the power of augmented reality mm-hmm. and putting a sleeping drug into your friend and not <laughs> with their with their advanced permission and then you have them in an augmented reality and mm-hmm. you they don't know but they are put in the situation mm-hmm. in VR to save someone's life mm-hmm. and then right. you get to see if they would do if it if they would hesitate or not uh-huh. yeah yeah it's almost, a safe controlled way I mean don't they have that now with like um what the Oculus Rift yeah like yeah. I mean uh-huh. they probably you could probably put it on something along those lines uh-huh. you just right. have to remember in the back of your mind that like this is real life what I'm doing isn't Right. augmented right. in reality right, right. you know so a little, a little bit grim with like talking about death a little yeah. bit but well, I have a little I, question I'm for open you. following up on that yeah. do you think that we live in a simulation can you elaborate do you think that like the matrix like we're all just living our lives in some tube somewhere and this is all just a simulation that's a that's a good question so like i'm assuming that you're a fan of the matrix uh, hopefully you only watch the first one because the other two are not really worth watching <sighs> I don't think so, but I want it to be the case, right? Because, like, then you're basically saying that, like, okay, I'm living almost like, actually, I'll post it back to you. Have you you ever seen the movie Dottie Darko? I've never seen it. So I definitely recommend that free on YouTube that— I've seen it. It's great. So so you would know what I'm talking about with the parallel universe. Can you elaborate? So think about the one reality— that Donnie like lived. He was out on the golf course when that like propeller like dropped into his room. That I think is the parallel universe. But what really happened was that he he was asleep while he was in his room. And he died with that. So the parallel universe is that you have essentially it's like this world, but it, it lives so it, like it lives I don't know somewhere else in another galaxy or in, in what you're calling assimilation. That that we're living in different universes. That but different things happen. You know. So in that case, Donnie doesn't live, but in the in this parallel universe, he, he does. So like in, I guess in the, I want it to be the case, but I think the only ver- universe that we have, and I guess simulations is just another way of putting it, I think this is the only life that, that we live. Even though, again, I would love for... Now, I'm not sure I would want to meet another me, because then that might be a little bit scary, and, you know, like, is, is the other me, like, evil? Like, you know, how, how am I really... Maybe this is another side of me that I never thought of, but, like, I, it would be really cool to see those other versions of me out there in other universes mm-hmm. or in your way simulation. Well, double A, if you had the choice... Instead of being immortal and living forever, mm-hmm. would you choose to uh, allow yourself to clone younger versions of yourself to allow you to live on forever, but just in future generations and time frames instead of having children? The clones themselves, they wouldn't be you. Mm-hmm. They would just be a later version of yourself and they would live and die, but it would just be sort of you doing that. I would probably say I, w- I would prefer to have kids just in the fact that people have said there's such joy, you know, and I and I yeah. guess maybe it's a little bit of a little bit of a fear of like you've, you've probably seen like um, not iRobot, but there's a few movies that that, you know, like it's scary with like uh, with technology and, 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 you know, people like creating robots where because you said clones that I'm not necessarily going to view that as like a true human being. Right, mm-hmm. but with children, it's like they do that. They, they they are an extension of me. Like in a way, they are me. And so, like I feel like when it comes down to it, I feel like essentially it is kids, and just to experience what other people felt like in the fact that oh, it's so great being a parent. You know, like the fact that you did make that right, and just like having go through that that process. It kind of raises me to wonder when you have children, it's fifty percent you and fifty percent your partner. And so your child is automatically gonna be fundamentally different from you in some ways. 
Sure. Do you think that is a valuable part of parenting is accepting those differences? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I can definitely tell you right now, like, and again, like, I know they have not, um, people have not really met my, my parents, but I would definitely tell you that I'm mostly like my ma, personality-wise, mm-hmm. and then my sister's more like my dad, personality-wise. <laughs> but when it comes down to, like, I don't, I don't know, like, uh, like I guess the knowledge and the smarts, like, he's more so, like, he's better with numbers, better with, like, with, like, with finance or whatever, and my mom more so likes history and, and you know, like, talk, like having serious discussions and whatever, and my dad mostly likes movies, you know, so, like, I, I know I have a little bit of everything with them, and it's just, it's just funny with, uh, if I do have a kid, whether it's a daughter or a son, like, you're, you're going to see a lot of shades of me in that kid, you know, so, like, even though it is 50%, and I would say like, oh, when you want it to be seventy five, when you want it to be a hundred, that's not how it, how it works. And so like, I like if I do like if I am with someone, if I do marry someone, then I'm, then I'm assuming they're a good person too. And so like, if, if you talk about two people, then why am I blocking this other person when it could be a lethal combo? Like that could definitely be much better than just thinking about like, oh, this kid's not enough of me. You know, like it, it's their own person. Totally, George. Do you have another question for the esteemed double A? I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say esteemed, but I, again, I do appreciate Might it. Might I uh, say mysterious or? Like almost like uh, an enigma wrapped around a Twinkie. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love my Seinfeld. The man. secret code underneath the bottle mm-hmm. cap. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure you talked about this a little bit on your previous podcast, but we'd like to know what kind of music does Double A listen to? What are you into? What's your vibe? Yeah. Um, we want to know a little bit about what gets you going in the morning, what gets you going at the gym. What so, gets you singing in the shower, baby? Yeah, so that's a in good the question. News. That's Frick a, yeah, dude. That's a really good question. I mean, I guess there's two ways to look at it. So like, I've been learning a lot with music, thanks to my friend Sky. Like he, like you know, like I'm an old soul. He's an old soul. Like we're talking about like music, like in the '60s, the '70s, the '80s, right? I mean, I I definitely like my Rolling Stone Beatles. I guess I might as well even just say before that, but before that, I didn't really care so much for you, so I just really just like country or pop. You know, like Bruno Mars, I like Timbaland, was definitely that stuck with me a lot, and that's definitely probably something I would sing a little, because those songs are memorizing. The way... I R, I think it's called, mm-hmm. you know, and just like in the country, I mean, I know for the most part, it's talk about, you know, like love songs or whatever, but like there is, and I know most people are not into country, but at the same time, like, I mean, there's always something to each song, and it's maybe something with the beat, you know, I don't know exactly what it is, but like, if you see my playlist, and, yeah. I, and I have a, a, a long playlist, it's just all over the place. Like, even I think there might be one or two songs from Selena Gomez, a few oh, from yeah. Lady Gaga. What's Jay oh. Bieber? I think maybe he made an appearance. Didn't he do uh, a little bit of Despacito? Despacito. Uh, like, yeah. That's, yeah. He has a great verse in Despacito. Oh, yeah. He does. Yeah. He's an English verse, yeah. But in the way in which you're talking about, though, like, I have definitely, like, and I just said, you know, with uh, with the Beatles and the Rose but also Jimi Hendrix, I like, let me tell you something, with Fat Domino, really do like him, like, a lot, like, a lot with... With history, um, like Lil Richie, really is mm-hmm. a, a song that like uh, his music really gets me up and going. You know, like that's music that you can dance to. And, and I'm trying to think too, mm-hmm. like like the song I forget who it's who it's by, by American Woman. You know, oh, what a song! You yeah. know, get away from me, American Ooh. Woman. <laughs> you know, yeah. and, 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 and the fact mm-hmm. that you know, and just, just like now, an American might not sing, but the guys I didn't know from, uh, from what I remember is Canadian. You know, right. it's so, like uh-huh. a little bit of nationality. In there, and and there's some, there's some definitely. I think for the most part, those songs when it comes to what I've been trying to learn and, and, and what have you. Not only just because of the culture aspect. I mean, I do love me some Elvis. Oh my God, you know, like that. I, he has a beautiful voice. Whitney mm-hmm. Houston. You know that movie came out. I definitely enjoyed that movie and and just seeing a little, again a little bit of context of what was happening during that time period. Michael Jackson. He's got uh, he's got a good amount. Prince. He's got a good amount. Mm-hmm. I'm an old soul like that. So like I guess you could say a good mix of pop, rock, country, you know, you could say modern, you could definitely say a little bit of like, like jazz or, uh, right. I wouldn't say classical, but like all over the place to, to say the least. Mm-hmm. But you said you're an old soul. I am. How do you feel about newer music like rap, hip hop, EDM music? I know that's, that's, that's kind of a newer wave right now and it's, yeah. it is a bit controversial. So, Dua Lipa, Charlie XCX. I like B.I.G., like not too many songs, you know. I'm not right. like too big into. I mean, curse or whatever. I do have to like, you know, uh, have the the clean version for Why the most no part. Cursing? Sometimes, especially with some words, I don't want that to be memorized in, in my mind because songs can be, you know, like it gets stuck in your head, and I'm worried that the wrong words get stuck in my head. I might accidentally like say it, you know. So like, I don't want that to like to like right. to be a big a big thing. And so like, I try to limit myself. And, and don't get me wrong, if I if I don't listen to it that much, then no harm, no foul. But that, that is definitely something that it's funny how like the mind works, the memory works. 
like, I don't want to like mess around with that. But Snoop Dogg, I know there's a few songs I, I like from him. I think I'm not, I, I, maybe I said it already, but like, I really like the song like Hypnotize, you know, oh, yeah. from, um, that's a good one. I, I, that's the notorious B.I.G. B. Yeah. No, so it was B.I.G. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and I think, uh, who's his, uh, competitor? Ice Cube. No, not as Tupac. Good. Tupac. Yeah. There's a few, <laughs> there's a few songs from Tupac. Close. Yeah, so, close, so, dude. so when it comes to music, I'm still trying to like get like I, I love sports as a passion. I'm right. trying to make music a little bit more so the point where like I can memorize it because people love talking about it. They really do. Now here's a crazy question for you. This is gonna be a tough one. Okay. What would you rather lose? Sports or music? It's a tough one, I know. It is a tough one. I know, one. and it's a great debate. It is. Um I think it's a little bit not unfair because, I, of course, you know, I'm still, I'm revealing myself a little bit. I, I would say music because sports has always been throughout my life, you know, right. and music, I just start getting into that, right, with my one friend mm-hmm. listening to the documentary and, you know, why music is so important, but I still haven't been completely hooked yet to the point where, like, I'm listening every day to the point where, like, I can recite. Now, I've actually been getting better at, like, I hear a song, I'm like, oh, that's the one, or, like, this is, like, this band or that band, like, The Who or The Kinks, you know, whatever the case may be, and, and even, who is it, Phil Collins, you know, they like playing his songs a little bit, and I'm trying, and there's, and there's plenty on, um, I forget what the station is, maybe it's, like, 102.9, I think, like, uh, when it comes to, like, pop, uh, like, when it comes to, uh, Classic rock, I think they call it. It's soft rock. It's not heavy metal, you know. Like Metallica, I have. A, I like Metallica a little bit, but again, everything in moderation. So, but in your point, like I've had sports my whole life. Music, I'm just starting to get around to. I've been living under a rock, so a little bit in that in that way, it's a little bit unfair because I don't. Want, I don't. I want to give music a chance. I do, but yeah. at the same time, taking away sports is taking a, a lot from me. And again, like I, I shouldn't have sports be such a huge part of my life because I see like. I, People love their politics. I go on ESPN like every day for at least at least once or twice. You know, I gotta see what's going on, right? That's like my for entertainment, and I'm like, it's really consumed my life. But at the same time, I'm like, well, it is what okay. it is. You if know, you're passionate it's, about it. You yeah, know, um, that, that's totally fine. Yeah, it, it's uh, so it's my entertainment. But I'm like, wait a sec, what would I do without it? And that's essentially also what the question is saying. So like, maybe it's a little bit of fear. I don't, I don't think I like. How would I deal with it if I didn't have sports? That's something that maybe I. Not ready for yet, so I would, I would definitely say, unfortunately, as much as I love music, and if you said like maybe music versus movies, maybe or actually or reading or whatever, then it could be a little bit tougher. But like with sports, it's not even like it's really high up. And maybe as I get older, for I sure. maybe get a little bit less into sports, and maybe if I have a kid, you know, like we'll, we'll see. They might not be into sports as much, but still, like this, it's it's just a huge huge part of my life. And unfortunately, I'm not talking about it as much as I want to on the podcast. But there's just so much about in, in life. I, I know yeah. that there's a lot going on in life. I still need to touch on yet because I talked I talked about sports in the early stage of the podcast. Now it's time for other topics. So how about the topic of dance, Double A? Mm. Because I recently listened in one of your podcasts, you were talking about fun things you can do with your friends, mm-hmm. and you mentioned having an impromptu dance battle. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I've remembered seeing you compete in dance battles. I, I remember so that. I want to know if you practice, <laughs> how you practice, and how you got so many damn good moves. Oh man, I am definitely not the same person as I was then. I, I don't see myself as a good dancer, honestly. You got the um, energy though. You got I do the have the flow, energy. the energy, and the hype. Yeah, but if you, I'm telling you, if you see me and now, don't get me wrong, I'm not that much of like a party or a club guy. But you, if you see me there, maybe because it's not my environment, you see like I'm trying to get into the beat, trying to get into the group, and I just don't know how. So maybe I, you know, like if anyone's out there that wants, you know, help me become a better dancer, well, we gotta go to the club, double A. Oh yeah, I mean, no, we'd love to. Like, Bust I, out some moves. I mean, oh, yeah. even, even though I'm not that kind of person, it's like it's still an experience for me you know because yeah. i don't typically go to it that that much but i know it's part of life you know you, you definitely meet a lot of people but in the way in which you're bringing it up that's i'm telling you man back then you you and now so i guess maybe it's a little bit different today but like i had nothing to lose back then well, you know and i love and, and sabino i love sabino man i've not yeah. i've not seen him in a oh. while but like he was the best dancer he, he was, was a oh great my, dancer oh my god he was incredible i i still remember <laughs> and now i don't know if like anyone said like oh i beat him or whatever he definitely beat me he definitely beat <laughs> well, me. i don't know it depends and it's subjective mm-hmm. but double a i I think the thing that I was so fascinated and I had so much respect for is that you truly were living in the moment. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. You would drop in. So now you're admitting that maybe you don't think of yourself as a dancer, but mm-hmm. you were in the dance battles. I. Mm-hmm. You were a dancer in those moments. And I really think you put your heart and soul into it as mm-hmm. well. Yeah, I think uh, in you that... cut loose. I did cut loose. And I and you know what? I, I got to get back to that a little bit because now it's like as you get old, you know, like, oh, I've been there, done that. But like, 
gotta live like more because I don't typically like dance you know like if I'm like let's say if I'm in the basement or you know maybe someone in the house and, and no one's really listening and I have music or whatever then some like I was talking about with Lil Richie that's music that like for some reason really gets me going right or when it comes to like now this one's night well it's music but not like a song but the uh, the uh, the Chicago Bulls theme song when they're introducing they're, such a good oh, song yeah. you know that's that incredible really, yeah serious it's, oh yeah uh, the, the Alan Parsons yes yeah. 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 that one definitely what gets me song. going how does you know, it go? Can you hum a little it, bit? It's like, you know, and it's like Oh, oh yeah, I, I know. Slam chills every song. time. Yeah, yeah. And, and and there is a different way to dance to eat to each song. Like I remember. It, even with just coming on top of my head like Law and Order you know like that's not like a oh, dance yeah. like, <laughs> you, you know yeah. just like you're bombing your, you're, you're bombing your head a little yeah, bit yeah, yeah, you yeah. know so like I, no, but it depends like also like how happy I am right like if there was like like I'm on like the cusp of like winning maybe it's a matchup maybe it's like especially in fantasy right like maybe I've danced before because I've been maybe stressed out throughout the season or maybe because when it comes down to I'm a fierce competitor I've just you know like uh, like I've hated how some of the conversations have where you know a lot of the guys get on my nerves where and it's almost like a, a stressful weaver when I like dance a little bit and almost like pump my fists and, and whatever but actually I just remember with like pumping my fists that when it comes to tennis I definitely try to celebrate after a point yeah. like, and it's right. not like you know like that's definitely not in principle that's not like you know like customary but like at oh. the same time Cam Newton kind of inspired to like you know you gotta celebrate a little bit it's expression of happiness that's awesome so yeah. you know like in that's that true. way like in in the formal way of dancing not not that much but in the way of just like walking about the house i, I feel like if the right song if i'm in the right right mood yeah. then i, I definitely it comes out of me yeah. especially again with little richie he's so like fast-paced and just for some reason Hell like yeah. it's so danceable yeah. like I, out of all the music i've listened to like he's the one that yeah. I, I think maybe yeah. even a little bit michael jackson you know how can you not yeah. right so yeah. like this, and this, are you okay I mean, <laughs> with what Dude, that's, that's a song, song. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i thought you were asking me like <laughs> am i okay yeah. so, actually, i like i like going on you know yeah, but yeah. but i mean what what about like uh like do you you kind of agree with, with with that a little bit that like you know sometimes you're just in the right spirits where you oh, have yeah. the right song if i'm eating the right type of sandwich mm-hmm. my body will just start dancing really it's yeah. crazy i would have never thought about that uh-huh that's that's cool yep. i mean i mean we should we, i think about we should dance a little a little bit more because it is expression of ourselves yeah. like i mean you, you could say celebrations natural. but celebrations is a form of dancing you know, like I, I like. I mean, there's nothing like busting the move, dude. Yeah. Busting, like cutting up the dance floor. Yeah, and and you know what? I just remember too, because I like trying different things. Maybe dancing with like a partner, you know? Because with Serino, mm-hmm. it was against each other. But what is it like, dan- like dancing with someone? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. in the midst of that, and I, and I thought about, it, I'm like, wait, how can I transition to this? Like living in the moment a little bit. I forget if it was senior year or when it was. But I remember in Miss McCarley's room, where uh, it was in Miss Minnie's room actually. Miss McCarley was there. That for some reason, I don't know how in the world came about by saying duet with someone. I'd even know. No you, way. You know, oh, let's what go, song? dude. I yeah, think, what song? I think it was um like something along the lines of, of Sean, uh, not Sean Paul, of like Thrills. I think oh, it was yeah. called like Cheap Thrills. Cheap Thrills. Thrills. Yeah, Cheap oh. Thrills. That, that song. Oh, I, I, I really. I dollar bills to have fun tonight. It, uh, <laughs> uh, and then the, the chorus would be Cheap Thrills. I don't know. The problem with me is like I kind of forget some of the lyrics. It, I don't weird. need no other honey. Oh my god, I forget the chorus with that one too. <laughs> with uh, with uh, with he's speaking in the background. I forget. Big Sean. Big Sean, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. That, that's right. But that was the song, and I, I love that song, man. I, I, in a way, yeah. I still do because that's I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, man. Like it was big when I first listened to it, and they kept playing it on the radio, and I'm like, and for some reason, I, I, again, I don't know how that started out. I think maybe I talked. What is it called? Like FBLA. Maybe it started like uh-huh. with them because I know Miss Minnie was ahead of that. But like, I, I mean, now I think about that less. Less well, now it seems like as we get old, we're, we're a little bit more conscious and a little bit less put it out there because I, 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 I'm surprised I did that, you know, especially if someone cool. that's not like that adequate in, in music. I still <laughs> consider myself not that adequate. I still got that's a long way to go. Man. You know, the context yeah. doesn't matter too much. It just matters that you got up there and did it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and especially when again, I know I'm not like that great of a dancer. I know I'm not like that great of a singer, but like you know, like well, again, what's the what's the problem you with had trying? The soul. You had the soul. You know what? That's I appreciate all that. you need. No, really, that is all you need. You know what? Even soul music gets a, like you know, I, I like soul music too. But yeah, 
in, in terms of it, yeah, you know what, maybe I gotta put myself more back out there. Those were good times. They really were in which I, I think they just accepted like I'm not sure how the, those teachers like view, especially Mr. Perez, but like I was almost like the and Mr. Jackson, like almost like the class clown in a way, because like I would I wouldn't say the attention was on to me, but like I would like, you know, joke around a little bit and, and obviously push it a little bit and not try to get into trouble, but I'm like, you know, like I I was just so bubbly, so like, you know, so positive that I think in that way the energy kind of spread a little bit and people, you know, were like taking like a little bit of my lead because like, yeah, I mean, I kind of lived to the fullest back in high school as much as I could. And so like, I, and I, in a way it's hard to do that now in the setting in which we are out of college, but still like if there's any like possible way that you can live uh, to the fullest and reach to your like full potential of, of being truly happy and, and almost like getting back to your high school days, definitely try to like have the right mindset and uh, right uh, application and just like try to get back to what you were feeling a little bit because we were always that kid even though our age may say it, we can always go back to those moments well can i paint a picture for you both okay on what you're saying about living in the moment pushing the boundaries in high school whenever whatever age i was in 10th or 11th grade and there was this guy gabe clee he was an awesome guy. He, he really, really was just very kind, very nice, and very excitable. Mm-hmm. There was one day in the cafeteria when he walked in with his saxophone, oh, yeah. and he was playing that sexy saxophone song, mm-hmm. following people around, making a huge scene. Yeah. And at the time, I was having trouble <laughs> interpreting how much of this is a good thing, how much of this is okay to do, because Gabe was in my Spanish class. One time he told me, that he loves living in the moment. He encourages that. And that's definitely that. He was playing the saxophone in front of 250 people that didn't ask him to do that. (laughs) And it was certainly fun, but what if everybody was doing that? What would the cafeteria be like? Would it just be pandemonium? How much of that is okay? So I didn't, it's so funny to know, I guess there's a little bit another thing about it. I didn't really go to the cafeteria that much, so I kind of missed out on that moment. Okay. Uh, def- Where that, were you? So I mostly spent a lot of my time in the library. I think maybe because I, I, I felt like I had to multitask a little bit in the fact that like, I, okay, I'm eating, but I also, you know, like I'm doing this assignment, so I don't have to do it later at home or gotcha. whatever, but also the quiet. It's very efficient. You know? Yeah, it's good. Yeah. And when it comes to like friends or wherever, like I, like I was not like too close with any one particular person. So like, I didn't really have like a click or anywhere, you know, I just bounced around from one group to another group so like with the library at least it gave myself a little bit of time of of just being with of myself and, and you know like if i see yeah. someone in the library you know like would catch up a little bit because nice. with the library you know a lot of things are going on but in your hypothetical i would say yeah it would be pan when it would be very loud yeah. i would question the person uh like from 200th onward starting like, unless you're talking about at the same time but like kind of a little bit of a conformity there a little bit because what gave like i mean going against that norm You're breaking all the boundaries so like that's the thing and, and when it comes to like 250 saxophones someone's gonna come <laughs> along they're like oh, wait i don't have a saxophone but they want one so like in that yeah. way I, I think a little bit in terms of, like norms and conformity I, I i mean that's a that's a scene i would love to see especially kind of i guess the first thing that comes to my mind is mardi gras a little bit you know yeah. but but at the same time like that would that be is... maybe a bit too much just a, a little bit and again with the conformity yeah. thing hopefully you do this saxophone because you want to not because everyone else is doing it mm-hmm. yeah it's good to be true to yourself and, uh, and not, sometimes it's not good to not, follow what the crowd is doing yeah not to be influenced by others yeah, yeah because i mean if you so happen to play a saxophone and you want to play at the same time coincidence can happen you know that it just so happened yeah. that all these people were playing Impromptu the saxophone, saxophone duet yeah no. double a singing vocals over oh, top man that would be the dream i don't even know what i would say oh man you'd probably sing some sexy pop song hmm yeah. I, 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 mean, yeah. I, I Timberland. Oh, wait, I, I like Timberland. What's that one Timberlake Timberland song? Oh, Kesha, I respect. What? It's about like fast food or something. Oh, um, I, I can look <laughs> it up. It, it, I love. I actually do love that song. I yeah. really, really do. And, and Pitbull. I, oh, Pitbull's a good yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I do mm-hmm. really love International Pitbull. love. Oh, that's a good one. And uh, Usher. Got the Usher. 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 Usher is a good yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but Dude, you can get down to that. For sure, dude. I'm telling you, man. And but oh, Eminem's a good one too, by the way. Mm-hmm. Carry out. Oh yeah. Carry out. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Carry yeah. out. And I do love us uh, since since I have it up right now. If we ever meet again, you know, Katy Perry's you know oh, underrated yeah. a little. Katy bit. Perry's a genius. Uh, yeah, I, and you know what? I I I do like College Game Day a little. Now I don't like. Sometimes I'm awake for it. Sometimes I'm not. But she was on College Day Game Day a, a while ago. Maybe like 
like almost ten years ago. She's got a funny personality, man. You know, she is probably like uh, they bubbly. bring very bubbly, and so like they bring guests on. She's by far, I think everyone would admit, it, the best guest they had on. Like it, because you know, like she really let us out. That she told, I think she, um, I think she said to, like to the whole world on national television, she had a crush on this one, uh, like this one quarterback. Uh-huh. You know, like I mean, like that you can't put yourself more out there than she did that day, and just like being really funny, being like really witty. You know, just I just love when people. Are, like really show a little bit of them true selves because Katy Perry with you as a singer with you as a celebrity she's very famous whatever but she's a human being too and so like she showed us a little bit of a side of her that we would have not gotten if she had not been on on the college game day that's cool I think Katy Perry's fabulous yeah and uh, Katy Perry's married to Russell Brand would not I, I don't know she that was was wow yeah, maybe yeah. They broke up couple questions for you here yeah. um, Keelan and I both listened to your podcast about um on your philosophy regarding alcohol. And we know that um, you don't you don't drink alcohol. Have there been times in the past where you feel like you've been pressured to? How did you curb those pressures? The closest you've ever came to becoming drunk as a mm-hmm. skunk. <laughs> Have you ever, has there been a curiosity towards it as well? Because Keelan and I, we've we've delved in alcohol a couple times. In yeah, the past. no, I appreciate you guys um, bringing up a previous episode uh, because when it comes down to it, I mean, like, I definitely wanted anything that I didn't clarify, anything I didn't say, you know, because I know I've done tons of episodes, and so like again, this is this is the one chance with the author, with the one creator that like you can really see like, wait, he didn't yeah. really mention this, and I'm kind of curious, can you take it a step further? Mm-hmm. So like to answer your question, I yeah, I, I feel like unless you don't put yourself in that position you're always gonna be pressured to and so i i definitely have i think the closest i've ever been maybe not drunk as a skunk but like i like i've i've held on to i think maybe it was a cup or a a can or a bottle or whatever it was because or maybe actually if if it wasn't for uh, my friend down at Penn, he like I, I went to a Penn like frat party. It was almost like in the shape of a castle, and, and you know how frats are. And whatever. Oh wow! Yeah. But like I asked him, like uh, like if those like bottles, like you know, like just are there on the table, and like I'm going to have some bottle. Where he's like, I don't think that's water. And Whoa. so like if he didn't tell me that, and I actually thought it was water, it was mercury. Uh, <laughs> I, like I don't I don't know exactly what it was, but yep. maybe it was close to vodka. Like that's what, like when he said that, I immediately Could've thought been of ever vodka. Could have <laughs> Maybe that could have been isopropyl alcohol. Mm-hmm. Maybe like I like again, it looked like where is in it was in bottles like plastic mm-hmm. bottles. Yeah. So like I didn't think that much of it. And when he said right. that, I'm like, shoot, if I actually drank that, then yeah, I probably would have probably would have been drunk. Yeah. So, but for the most part, though, you would yeah, know though. I, I would. I <laughs> would know, oh, yeah. because when it comes down to it, I mean, like I've never tasted alcohol, but I know I've tasted water. But the fact that water is doesn't taste like anything, mm-hmm. then if it tastes a little bit like something, like oh, this water's different, you know. Right. So then I would have been a little bit screwed there. In which one reason, like I guess going a little bit further, is that I usually drive. I definitely made right. that nice. clear in the episode. That's that great, I, you know. Yeah. And I tell people that, like, uh, because they for some reason they they just want me to drink. You know, I even have my one executive producer, Sam, tell me, like, I can't believe you don't drink. You know, you should try and wear And I get it. I've been curious about it. Like, I mean, what do, I mean, not even just alcohol, but also, you know, like, weed and whatever. Like, when it comes down to what is that experience like? How does it taste like? But I really respect your, your fortitude with this. Mm-hmm. And I really love how strong-willed you are yeah. with, with with this because it, it is a it is a strong pressure and and i think you've 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 handled it well and, and again i think it really shows that it's not it's not like i'm doing it like for, for that like i'm not doing it to like except because some people like probably might think like oh you think you're better than me you know like drinking alcohol whatever. and it's not it's a matter of choice right but also sticking with that choice being yeah. independent because when it comes down to it i i think the real reason not not just that like i hopefully you are comfortable so you are confident in that when you are in those situations that you do hold firm that you don't as I call it give in because I know again I've been curious about you know and I've been asked about and some people have told me that you know like it makes the experience better that I don't know I, I do feel a little bit like an outlier you know I feel like in a bad way because a lot of people do and they have a better time and you know whatever and it's like I see everybody everybody with, with a drink and, and maybe, maybe it's because I'm assuming there's gotta be a, a few people that are driving but for the most part they take Uber you know for the, so like I, I think mm-hmm. in that way it's a little bit fair to assume I guess the biggest reason and maybe I didn't make it clear but like and and i and when i tell someone in person i feel like i don't explain myself i think the biggest reason why i don't is a matter of what it actually is it really 
is like when you are drunk, when you are high, you are under the influence, right? And mm-hmm. even though I've made an episode saying that like when it comes down to it, we're never truly independent. You know, we're we're in a, a situation by our circumstances. You know, and I I keep bringing up the same example: Are you the same person at home as you are in church? Are, are you in school? You know, you're not the same person. Why is that? Like, are you, why are you dependent to your situation? It's because you're around different people. Mm-hmm. There's different you know rules and, and formalities and principles there. It's not necessarily about like being independent or dependent, but in the way of alcohol specifically, I I think it is. The fact that it does, it's supposed to influence you. I keep telling my executive producer, Sam, that I'm worried. And also, I guess there is a worry of addiction. I, with the fact that I'm so competitive, I am worried yeah. that, you know, like, I'm not going to, like. It can be crippling. It could yeah. be. Like, I am really worried. If I am under the influence, then it's going to influence my decision whether or not I should drive. Because I usually I drive anyway. So, like, I am worried for that. But also, just, again, I don't want to be under someone's influence. Or, in this case, something's influence. Because if you're under someone's influence, you're not really living. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like almost being held almost as a prisoner. And, and, and alcohol can be detrimental to someone to the point where it does, they are a prisoner of alcohol. They are a prisoner to uh, marijuana or drugs in general, especially hardcore drugs. Like, I, like you really right. got to stay away from that. Yeah. But still, at the end of the day, like, I do think in a philosophical sense, I try to be self-reliant. It depends on the alcohol. Red wine, I've heard, is good for you. But when alcohol, like, the way in which your brain is not supposed to be, like, healthy, you know, whatever, and, and maybe for the brain, especially with, with weed. So with me, I'm like, I don't want to put that in my body. I don't want anything of influence to, to influence me, especially when already, I just said, I'm already being influenced by other things. I try to be the most independent I can, and I feel like I yeah. should do a better job explaining that to people, especially mm-hmm. in a more efficient manner than how I went about it. Double A, it's a hard thing to understand, and you've done a really good job of explaining it just now. Mm-hmm. And what I'm kind of hearing is that you want to be an independent person and you want to be true to yourself Mm -hmm. and so you never want to conform too much to every individual circumstance Mm -hmm. because you want to preserve your mentality Mm -hmm. and And, so and also my natural self are you the same person at church as you are hanging out at the bar not drinking the same person in this setting right now do you always try to remember who you are and remind yourself? So of that? in that way, so of course we're going to be different in each uh, circumstance. Like like I just said, it's a, then in that case, it's a matter of staying true to your in that version. We have different versions of ourselves. I have the theory of like depending on where you are or who you're with or what time it is. Because I'm definitely, I'll tell you, I'm not sure people know this. I'm not a morning person. So like, I, and it, it takes me a little bit sometimes to get out of bed, especially like you know, like I'm not in a rush to go somewhere. So in that way, like in, in any given context, any given circumstance or situation, it's a matter of just putting on different clothes, you know. So I have to, and, that, and literally I have different clothes on for church. You have to have, have be a little bit more formal when it mm-hmm. comes to school, you know, different clothes as in to, to like I gotta be more of a listener, taking notes, you know, like I gotta be engaged with it. And then at home, like. I do feel like at home, I feel like a little bit on the boss, you know, like maybe because like everyone's doing their own thing, right? But at the same time, like, like this is my home. This is where I'm the most comfortable, you know? So like, even though, yes, I am a different person each way, I'm still being myself. It's just a different version of myself. And we have plenty of different versions of ourselves. And it's just yeah. a matter of all those circumstances, all those variables that I brought up. And, and hopefully people realize that and hopefully they're not like confused about that or compromised. With the, I guess I would say this, that like I just said, with any given situation, you have a, a different version of depending on what that is but in the bond of your heart and bond of your soul you still have who you are no matter where I am I don't think I'm going to drink alcohol because that's just who I am right Mm -hmm. and no matter what I do think I'm going to try to be the best person I could be like there's still Mm -hmm. some things in me that always hold constant no matter what that Mm -hmm. is really where uh, what I see as your true self truly independent self and I don't want that to be compromised at all double A that's a great answer I commend your your strength with that I I appreciate that seriously yeah and I hope I hopefully it's not just me. Hopefully, you know, people ex- experiment and they can be the true versions of themselves because I don't want to meet someone that's inauthentic, right? Or even maybe even worse, I don't want to meet someone that doesn't really know themselves. You know, they're still trying to find themselves. And and you really have to. It really is soul searching. It really is. You do have to go deeper a little bit and and and, ex- and like explore all your thoughts. Don't be scared to to think. Don't be scared to to say this or to talk to people about that. Like you really have to, or maybe go to places and see different cultures and see what they're like. Bask in as many perspectives as you can. And almost what they call like a melting pot that like uh, that you have your perspective, but also you have your parents' perspective, your siblings' perspective, but also this culture, the culture that you're currently in. Like all those perspectives can help you form opinions or form a better version so, or the version which becomes more clear to you. At, at the very least, I hope people do realize that because we're all here on this earth for a reason. And I, and I want to see as many people know themselves, they like themselves, and they show themselves as much as possible, even though it's unfortunate. I don't, I don't think I really see that that often for people. I try, I try to. And you got to be open to 
into it too. Like you can't be shy. Of course, then you're not gonna right. really see people. I just I do, and they have to be open too. You know, they can't be shy. Right. For it needs to work both ways. But I do really hope that I can re, that we can be better as people. That I can, that you can be more confident in yourself. That you know that you could definitely be. You, you're happy that you're your true self, and you're more than happy to to show that and express it. And the fact that you know that is awesome. If I help with people with that, I, I I think then I even that little bit of a difference. I feel like then at least hey, at least I'm doing something. Nice. And double A, I gotta know, what was the biggest mistake of your life? Uh, that is a tough question. That is, that is. Hitting him hard with that one. Jeez. Because um, I want to just ask, because you were talking about knowing yourself and thinking a lot, mm-hmm. and it's certainly I don't want to force you to talk about something you don't want to talk about, mm-hmm. but I wonder if there are defining moments that you've used in review to yeah. move forward to create opinions and to create your lifestyle. Yeah, so I'm not going to talk about it fully in depth. But I would definitely say that one big mistake I do regret, and I don't necessarily regret like necessarily doing it, but at the time which I did, I think I fell in love too young. Like I was still, yeah. I wasn't too comfortable with myself. I think, I think what it was maybe freshman in high school. You know, I forget what age that is because I was a little bit older than everyone else. But it's I really, tough, I should have really allowed myself to mature and not just say like, oh, I like this person because oh, she's pretty. Right, like you really have to get to know the person yeah. a little bit, and not to say like I think there's a lot of beautiful people out there, but for me and, and, and hopefully for others, that's not the only thing that defines your decision whether or not you like this person. To me, I feel like if there is someone who is attracted, I'm, I'm, I would probably say, you know what, I'm interested, but that's not the same as saying that you like them because then the, the difference between that is just that do they have a beautiful inside? So when I fell in love very early, not only did I rush that because I didn't think I truly knew, knew the person, but also the fact that going through the like transition of just like life and, and, and I would say 13 was a little bit after the age like puberty you would say a little At bit. At the time though, why did you love her? I think a big reason why I did is because she was an athlete. I think that still even holds true to this point of why I would. It's your like, one true love is sports. I do. Mm-hmm. It is. It, it really is. I think when it comes to like, now don't get me wrong, it's not like I, I like someone based on whether or not they, they play sport, but I think it's a really added bonus. You know, like, especially yeah. when you talk about athleticism and you know what it's like to sacrifice for your teammates, what it's like to be on a team, and just to have the mentality of like, because when it comes down to it, and it's a harsh reality, whether behind the scenes or on, on the playing field, it's usually a guy, it's guy driven, right? So like to have a woman play a sport, I'm like, that's awesome. She doesn't care that it's driven by so she's going to do it anyway. Instead of being yeah. scared that oh, there's not that many women here, I'm going to set the example. That's really cool. And, step out, step up, and step out. Yeah, like it doesn't scare her that she, that it's breaking a norm. To let's think about Kim Ying, for example, down in Miami, first and, and so far the only woman general manager. You know that moment didn't scare her to be the first, to be the one that I'm not going to let this norm define my likening, my, my, what I'm going to do, I'm going to keep playing a sport no matter what. And so hopefully more women can, be, can think like that and hopefully they could be a little bit more popular because unfortunately, as you know, the four major sports, it's not, it's not really with, with women. It's MLB, NFL, NBA, NHL. WNBA, people have said, why is there such a discrepancy between that and the NBA? They still got, when it comes to marketing, they got many mm-hmm. different things to do. And I think that that takes a little bit of time for people to come around. And, but at the same time, when it comes down to it, yeah. it's still popular. Women's, uh, women's soccer, definitely. You just struck inside my mind. Please say. Because we talk so much about how the WNBA struggles, Mm -hmm. but the WNHL doesn't even exist. Oh, wow. Can can you speak to that with a little bit more info? Because as far as I'm concerned, there's no women's softball or or baseball. WNFL. Yeah. Yeah. There's like something, uh, the horrendously strange lingerie football league. Which Why, I, wait, I didn't, is that, real, is that that's really a real thing? thing. I, yeah, yeah. I did not know that. And that's the closest. So do you know a little bit more about the, these other sports and what are the biggest competitors? Because you just said soccer is big and it's getting bigger and bigger. And that's mostly yeah, because the soccer is big. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. big mostly because they're very successful. Imagine if they were in second place or third place, then it wouldn't be as popular. You know, but at least people know that the women's team is definitely better than the guys' team. And I'm and hopefully they're still as good because we're talking about some great players of all time. Alex Morgan, Abby, Abby Wambach, Megan Rapino. I don't think all of them retired, but I know 
that they're heading to that. So hopefully they can still keep up with that success because I know that that's what got them to this popularity and also their activism, obviously. But still, like when it comes down to it, if you're successful, very successful, you're going to be talked about. You know, it's one way or the other. You're going to be talked about at some point, especially when it's driven <clears> by when it comes to me. Like like Dallas Cowboys, no matter what, they're going to be talked about, right? When it comes to Lakers, right. no matter what, they're going to be talked about. So like yeah. when it comes down to like a not so popular market or in this case a not so popular sport, or unfortunately with women, you got to like set yourself for a lot of success right. or maybe there's like there's some way somehow you got to try to be talked about right. it's and, and so then you can get a little bit more funds a little bit more popular a little bit more people and i think that's kind of like the root of your question here that when it comes to sports in general i think it really starts and ends with money when yes. it comes to dummy nba they're not paid as much that's like i mean think about the britney griner situation why was she in russia in the first place because she was playing mm -hmm. to make a little bit more money you know, oh. like if she made more money in the U.S., she wouldn't have to go to Russia. Going on a quick tangent, do you think that the trade was good for the Merchant of Death for um, Brittany Griner? I know it's controversial. Been a lot of controversy There's been a lot of controversy of it. The Merchant of Death. Just by the sound of the name, yeah, it doesn't seem exactly fair. It doesn't. But I don't know. If it too is much tough. It, 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 there's a lot of philosophy that goes into it. But yeah. The uh, USA also kind of has this mentality. Of protecting its own, mm -hmm. yeah. not dealing with terrorism, but it's strange that we would strike up such a deal where we sort of allow a criminal to go back. I would say that I think it's yet to be determined. Like if Victor Boot, if he gets away from arms dealing and you know he doesn't have like, then I think it's, I think it's a good trade. But if he, unfortunately, if he comes back into how he became a criminal. And, and, and my assumption is that he will because, I mean, like, especially with what's happened in Ukraine, you know, I think for, for Russia, that's a big asset. Like, I mean, to have his services and to have his intel, even if it's one. Now, you could say, does it have to be American? Not, if, even if he's responsible for one death, then I might say a little bit, you know, then it might not be such a good trade. Because when it comes down to Britney Griner, I don't think it's going to kill anybody. You know, like what she did was absolutely yeah. like... like but like so petty it, it's yeah. a petty like, like hocus pocus i think they call it you know just like so in uh, inauthentic and they, and they and they use her as a bargaining chip but when it comes down to it it really depends on if he if he does kill anybody great if he does go on that <laughs> same path then i'm like it's it's not totally it's, surprising it's a, but it depends it's it, hard it, to the, know the, what the, the outcome depends. will be but in the face of terror and perhaps torture mm. at what extent double a do you feel like personally would you if you're being tortured by the most horrendous evil people in the world, would you ever give up? Give would up you ever rat tough. out that your tough. companions or your Oh, country? so in that, in that way? Treason? So this might be my shortest answer of us. I know, I know that you still got tons of questions. And I, and I love how you guys aren't. I'll just say this. I ain't no snitch. Okay. I, 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 Let's go. Yeah. Two, That's great. There's yep. two things I hate mm -hmm. being. I'm not yep. sure which one overtakes the other, but I hate being a hypocrite. I hate being a snitch. Yeah. Uh -huh. so you, you know, respect. I you wouldn't sell nobody out. Nobody. Nobody. I, now, I, and that's again, in a way, going back to your earlier question, that you know, like that's that in that way, I'm sacrificing myself because yeah. for the yeah. greater good, and hopefully there's a greater good yeah. rather than something a little bit yeah. too like. I guess petty, uh -huh. you know, like why do you need you no know, a small detail? Like if it's life or death, then then mm -hmm. yeah, like I said, no snitch, don't snitch. And I have another tough question for you. This is a tough one. Okay. Um, say that sports never existed. Would you drink alcohol to bring sports back? Oh, wow. <laughs> I, mean, that, I know, I know, wow. it's a tough Dang. one. And it's okay, you don't have to answer because I know it's tough. You know what? I'm, I'm, I plead the fifth. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm, no, I'm just kidding. I just, I just love what, if, whenever there's a chance I say that. Yeah. Well, how, how, how much can I drink? How like can I drink just, a sip? Just a sip. Then yeah, uh, it's just wow. a sip. Oh, yeah. It's just it is, a sip. It is. Because it when is. it comes down to it again, like it's not necessarily like I'm always about like sacrifice, right? But at the same yep. time, like sports does so much good to people. It does do a lot of good. So, and if it means just that one sip, I think it's. So if if I'm being selfish and not like I, that's why I feel if I didn't drink mm -hmm. alcohol, I feel selfish. Because then I'm the reason that sports doesn't exist. I don't know what the reason would actually be, but if it came down to right. me, then I gotta do not important to me. It's important to plenty of people, and it can really say a lot about yourself. And yeah. also, it's an escape. Yeah. I, I think I brought that up as one of my first episodes. And even I'm not sure if you remember and really know me. Like I've actually had uh, my own sports website, like year, like really? in, high, in high school. Wow, good for you. That's so, awesome. So because I, you guys were a part of WHHS. Yep. So in the summer, because my radio show was was sports, I wanted to just keep up with it. Maybe That's the first the first episode back. I bring up stuff that happened over the summer just so I can keep active and also to write a little bit and type a little bit keep myself active the fact that I know when it came to especially junior and senior year, we were definitely type a lot that within I think the first 
article I ever did. It was like, why is the number one pick a little bit like overrated, overblown? You know, because you could. Mm-hmm. It's a guessing game a little bit, and anything yeah, can happen. But my second episode, my second article was that why sports is so important, and I yeah. think yeah. I think I really talk about that. If I'm having a bad day, it's always there for me. It's mostly YouTube. Yeah. I'm not talking about a live event. And one of the biggest things I think I brought up in that article was just the fact that I love when when fights escalate in baseball. You know, like when, when a pitcher like hits a batter, the batter charges them out. You know, like for some reason it just brings a smile to my face because yeah. like you don't typically see that now these days. It's just and back like then, in it was NASCAR a big thing. when the cars flip and yeah, like it brings a lot of solace. You know, like and again, like when it comes down, to, I when we watch this, we imagine sometimes as if that's us. Right when it comes down to, it, I felt like I had to just an article and explain like going a little bit deeper of why you may maybe maybe not like sports, you know. So I like I I'm telling you like I, and some people say like oh sports is you know like they make too much money or like you know like they're they're all doing this for just a trophy or whatever. But what about the process? What about the journey? What about the lead up to that? It could teach sports itself mm-hmm. can teach a lot of things. It I is think, kind of a microcosm of life itself. Yeah, it's are you willing to put in the work? Are you willing to sacrifice? To, to win, to, to, to have that victory, to have that greatness. It can teach you a lot about yourself. I think tennis really taught me about, I think I prefer doing things on my own. I think maybe a little bit of independence because I think my first two years I was in doubles and then eventually I transitioned to singles. And I'm like, I, I love, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I like playing tennis in general. So I would, if you had to play tennis, you had to play doubles. I'm like, okay, fine. I just love tennis that much. But if I had to choose between doubles or singles, I, I preferred singles so much. I mean, it, it, you just have, even though you technically have more space in doubles. Play. Solo play. Because all that space is to myself now. Right, and just like and, and just doing things my own and not feeling so bad that if we lost the point, it may be his fault, but I, f- I feel like it might have been my fault. You know, like whose fault really is it? Uh-huh. At least if I'm by myself, I know that I'm 100% like it's my credit, it's 100% my fault. Like mm-hmm. they taught it in that way, I appreciate it. And I know there's other sports that can teach that one on one a little bit, but the fact that you're, you're facing someone one on one rather than golf, you're just facing like you're by yourself and then you're comparing to other people. I feel like there's something, and I guess maybe you could say billiard, I guess you could say ping pong, you know, but. In tennis, the fact that it's outside, there's a lot of movement. There's no question in my mind that without tennis, then maybe I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't be the same person as I was. Yeah. Due to the length of this interview, we have made this a two part episode in which the second part will be published in a few weeks. So keep a lookout for that episode as this will be continued. Thank you. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at High Voltage with Double A. 